everybody and welcome to Level the Field Leadership. My name is Dr. Rachel Gallardo and I'm so excited to be talking about our topic today because the number of people that I encounter that say that they have an issue with this particular item is just astounding. So today, episode 10, we are going to talk about how to receive feedback gracefully. And this is true if you are receiving positive feedback or what you perceive to be positive or what you perceive to be negative. So in episode nine, we talked about how to give feedback, um, how to approach somebody whenever you have to give them good information or bad information. But in this episode, I want for us to take some time as leaders to kind of reflect on how we're receiving the information that other people tell us. So hopefully um, throughout the course of our 15, 20 minutes to, together today, that you will use this information to um, you know, face any challenges that you may encounter in the work environment. Hopefully the tools that we talk about today will, will give you the resources so that way you can face those different challenges. Because quite frankly, workplace burnout is a very real thing. And anything that we can do to reduce burnout and fatigue in our own leadership roles will ultimately have a positive impact on our team. So a couple of questions to think about today before we dive in. Many of us are are very quick to defend feedback whenever we receive it. So we get on the defensive or if it's something positive that somebody tells us, we can get very, um, you know, just kind of kind of passive, like we're, we're pushing that away. It's almost as though we think that we're not worthy to receive that positive feedback because, well, that makes us narcissistic or that makes us self-involved. Uh, um, and that's just, that's not necessarily the case. We need to really stop and ask ourselves, why do we deflect if it's a compliment, if that feedback is a compliment, but then why are, are our emotions triggered if the feedback is negative? So why is it from a leadership standpoint, you know, that that's kind of our, our main question with all of that is, why can't we just simply sit with being in our uncomfortable state, whether that was positive information we received or hurtful information that we received, and let things just kind of be as they are. I always say that leaders need to address issues, but you never want to address an issue whenever you're in a high emotional state. And receiving positive feedback and receiving negative feedback can trigger emotions, either in a good way or a bad way. And we've got to make sure that we're, we're as level as we possibly can be before we then go to address the issue. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna to talk about how to receive this feedback in a very graceful manner. And I'm gonna give you a three-step process to how, to how to handle the information that you receive so that way you can be the most effective in your approach whenever you do receive that feedback from other people. So everything that we're talking about today is kind of based around today's scripture, which is Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So as a leader, it's your responsibility to shepherd your team, but it's also equally important to listen to what your team says and also what they don't say, right? There's there's a lot of value in silence and, and too many times we dismiss the silence for complacency and that's just not the case. So jumping right on in, why is feedback so difficult? So we talked a little bit about why giving feedback is very challenging, but whenever we receive it, it, it can also be a really challenging thing as well. So number one, our emotions do get in the way. And I talked about emotions in a previous podcast, so go take a look at what I said um, from an emotional standpoint. But 
our emotions kind of cause our, our, our brains to kind of swim and we have all sorts of information that, that's kind of floating around up there. And it can be really difficult to process logically what's going on around us when we're in a high emotional state. Oftentimes we want people to like us, which from a leadership perspective, you shouldn't be a tyrant. You know, you shouldn't be just walking around having everybody fear you and I'm the authority figure. You have to listen. No, that that's that's not a good way to lead. But we also can't be worried all the time about what other people think about us. So no matter what decision you make as a leader, you're going to have somebody that doesn't like your decision. You're going to have somebody that doesn't agree with your approach. I mean, it's just it's inevitable. If you are a leader that is constantly trying to please other people, you are setting yourself up for failure. So actually, I just thought of another topic that I can do for our, our future podcast. So but it's, it is human nature to want people to like us. And some of us are really good about deflecting it if somebody doesn't like us. But there's many of us that do take it kind of personally, like, well, what do you mean you don't like me? Well, what did I do to offend you? I, I certainly did not want to offend you. What what did I do? So when we're when we're looking at this feedback item, we've got to make sure that we're taking the pieces of information that somebody gives us um, and they're addressing our behavior not necessarily taking it personally as a person. So if I make a decision from a leadership perspective and I find out one of um, our employees doesn't necessarily like it, I don't take that as a negative attack on who I am as a person. I just take that as a, well, you know, they didn't agree with my decision from a leadership standpoint on this particular item. So we've got to learn to be able to separate who we are versus the decisions that we make from a leadership perspective. Now we can't, I say separate, but I caution that just a little bit because our core values and our core ethics should not should not waver. So that element of who we are in our leadership style should be merged together. But just because I, I like a, a certain, you know, I prefer mustard over mayonnaise on my hamburger, that doesn't make me a bad person, right? But there are some people that have criticized you just because of what you put on a sandwich, yeah? So just something to, to keep in mind. And also to remember, and we talked about whenever we give feedback, that embarrassment plus fear equals prevented feedback. Well, embarrassment plus fear equals prevented growth. So when somebody is giving you feedback and they're they're telling you pieces of information, the embarrassment that you might be feeling from that information plus the fear of what this information might mean can prevent you from having any sort of growth based on the information that they give to you, okay? So we wanna make sure that we are, we're pushing that embarrassment aside, we're pushing that fear aside, because if we can really listen to what the person is saying to us, that's where we're gonna have the magic of growth um, in our, our leadership abilities. So moving right along very quickly, the there's a three-step process that I want for you to keep in mind whenever you are receiving feedback. And before I jump into this, it's important to recognize that all of the steps must be followed and handled effectively, because if you if you don't follow the steps and if you don't do them in a manner that's that's effective and productive, then this can lead to mis- misperceptions in the work environment. It can lead to a lack of understanding between you and the other person. It can cause increased workplace anxiety for the for your team and then also for yourself. So before before you actually do these different items, you want to make sure that you really methodically think through each step and that you're applying it in such a way that you don't create even more of an issue in your work environment. 
So first and foremost, what I want for you to do is you, you're going to attend to the feedback. So that's step one. And when I say attend, I mean that you're really going to listen to what the person is saying. You're going to fully accept that information, whether it's good or bad. And I want for you to make sure that you are clearly understanding what they're saying to you. So if it's something positive, you know, they could be complimenting you on how you handled a situation or, you know, thank you so much for taking care of that customer for me because they were, you know, they were really attacking me or, you know, I appreciate the fact that you remembered my birthday. Like if they're, if they're giving you those good things, you want to really listen to what the person is saying. If it's bad information, it's okay for you to ask clarifying questions. So, you know, if they say that they don't agree with how you handled something in a meeting, you know, ask them, okay, so what, what part of the meeting are you referring to? Um, help me understand why you think that that's how I came across. I mean, maybe this other person was also having a bad day. And so their, their paradigm that they were viewing the information is a little different. And if they're really in an emotional state, it's important for you to get them to calm down so they can clearly articulate their issues that they have with you and that way well, you can really understand what it is that they're trying to relay to you. Okay. So number one, attend to the feedback, listen to what the person is saying, get good information, get good data to understand what's going on. Step two, I want for you to take some time to process the feedback. So depending upon the situation, this might be, you know, a, a few minutes. It, it may be a few days. I mean, it really does depend on what the issue is. But I do want for you to take some time to let that information really marinate. Let the emotional dust settle so you can focus on the final step, which we'll get to in a moment. So if the information is good, again, don't don't get cocky. You know, if, if, if an employee has something positive to tell you or a fellow team leader has something positive to tell you, you know, you want to make sure that you stay humble. Um, one positive thing doesn't mean that you are the creme de la creme of leadership, but you do want to take it to heart and also stay humble with the information that you've been given. And you can use this information to really shape your future behavior. So from a psychology standpoint, known as positive reinforcement, shout out to BF Skinner fans out there. But if, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I really appreciate that you did this item. So, you know, you took care of this customer that was really breathing down my throat then you can use that as an example for what it is that you do in the future should another customer come along and is, is going to, to wreak havoc on one of your staff, okay? So use it to shape your future behavior. Think about how it made that person feel and hopefully as a leader, you want to continue to provide those feelings so you continue to do those same things. Now, if it was something negative that the person told you, so taking that that feedback, taking that that negative feedback that they give you First and foremost, don't take it personally. Don't take it as a personal attack on you. Instead, because you've already you've already attended the, the information, right? So you've already listened to what the person had to say. You asked those clarifying questions. But now I want for you to reflect on the person said. What did they tell you? What valuable information did they can they give to you? Or did they give to you, I should say? And how can you use that information to be a better leader? You know, leadership is a journey. It's not something that we immediately, just because we've been given a certain job title, okay, all of a sudden now I'm a leader and I've got it all figured out. How you are as a leader today is not necessarily how you're going to be as a leader in the future. And as you have new people join your team, as you experience different things in, in our society, um, from a, a DE&I perspective, you know, we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing. 
But we should take all of this information and really try to make ourselves better as leaders. Um, based on the information that this person provided to you, take some time to reflect on how does this help you understand your team better? How does this help you understand your department better? How does this help you understand your industry better? And ultimately, take some time to reflect on why the negative feedback bothers you. Is it because that maybe you you thought that you were doing something stellar and now your your teammate has actually said no you you're you're totally failing on this, and it doesn't make you a bad person. So we all make mistakes as leaders for sure. I I have way too many to count. But if we don't grow and change, that's where the issue is. And if we don't take that time to really process what it is that we're being told, to really think about what this information means and how we can use this information to get better, that's whenever we become stagnant as leaders. So I don't want you guys to be stagnant. I want for there to be a constant flow of, of growth and change and development, not only for your team, but then also for yourself. Okay. So step one, we're going to attend to the feedback. We're going to listen to what the person is saying. Step two, we're going to process the feedback. So we're going to really think about what this person is telling us and the impact that it's having. And then finally, we need to, step three, use the feedback. So it does no good for somebody to come up to you and say, hey, how you ran this meeting was really tragic. If you continue as a leader to still run tragic meetings, you're going to lose your team, right? So we want to make sure that we're using the feedback that's been given to us. And we use that to, to help make us more effective as leaders. So if somebody gives you positive feedback, then keep doing that. Obviously, whatever it is that you're doing is working and it's it's being effective for your team. But if the information that the person gave you was not the best feedback that you possibly could have received, um, then use that information to set goals. Use that information to help you track progress. So maybe it's an area that, that triggered that you need professional development in. So it might be active listening. It might be time management. Maybe there's some sort of, you know, coaching that you need to hire or something of that nature. But ultimately you can, you can take that information and say, okay, my team member is telling me that this is an issue. What can I do as a leader to correct or adjust this particular issue? Okay. And then finally, I would encourage you once you, when you're actually implementing those goals and you're trying to track um, change that, that you're making as a leader, let your team know. It's okay for you to say, you know, I had somebody that brought some information to my attention and, and I wasn't aware that I was doing this. Um, if any of you have felt this way, I, I do apologize. Um, this is what I'm going to do to try to fix it. This is what I'm going to do to try to work on the issue. And I would welcome you letting me know if you see any changes. Now, a lot of people, that makes them really uncomfortable to be able to say those things. But it's okay to show just a little bit of vulnerability. Again, we all have our flaws. We all have our areas that we need to work on. And if you let your your team know that you're aware of your own issues and that you are working to address them, then you're going to you're going to start to see some progress and you're you're giving your team members permission it's a psychological contract exchange you're you're letting them know that it's okay for them to bring you information because you as a leader should be bringing them information all the time but if it's only a one-sided exchange of content you're not going to really see any growth or progress as a leader so ultimately as a leader it is up to you to create that environment where there is a free exchange of free exchange of information. And whenever you're showing them that these are the things that I'm working on, please give me feedback as you see anything change. 
then that's when you really have the magic of leadership. You, you increase that workplace culture. Um, you increase that positivity in the work environment. People can feel comfortable and, and really feel safe to give their information and to communicate. And that, my friend, is how we reduce workplace burnout in our roles. So just something to think about. Um, hopefully this information has been helpful for you. And, you know, if you've liked what you heard, tell your friends, hit the subscribe button so that way you know when the next the next recording drops. Um, I do have an Instagram where I post just different leadership content and different things to think about. So you can follow me on Instagram at Level the Field Leadership. Um, I do try to keep it positive out there because there's a lot of negativity out on social media. Um, and remember, you are made to be a leader right where you are. Wherever you're leading, whatever your situation you're in, whatever industry you're in, it doesn't matter. But you are capable of doing this. And hopefully the things that we talked about today can help develop the roots of your leadership so you're able to weather any storm. So take care of yourself. Take care of your team. Remember, you can do this. And until next time.